Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. You can't let that stop you. Where's the inspirational music? Really, like living your life. I am still going to get on the planes. (laughs) I'm still... (laughs) <laughs> am I going to cry when I get on them? Likely. Yes. Likely there will be tears. Am I still going to do it? Yes. And I'm going to put in my headphones. I'm going to listen to my calming music. I'm going to put my backpack on my lap and cuddle it like a big teddy bear. When I get nervous, I'm going to watch the flight attendants. And I'm going to take my meds. <laughs> The last Wednesday through Sunday were, was like totally insane. And like sometimes when I get back from these tour legs, I just like sleep an yeah. insane amount. Yeah. And this was one of those days. And I apologize. I wish you could go back to bed. Should we just all sleep this episode? <laughs> you should just take Group a nap. nap. Can I tell you something about my text messages? Yes. I turned off notifications on my text messages. Oh, as long as it's on all of them. It's on all of them. <laughs> all right. Yeah, as long as we're just not muted. And, that did yeah. cross my mind. And I am a lot happier. <laughs> you didn't say it, though. You're no, scared. I didn't it was say true. It. How, that's crazy. I, I didn't even know you could turn off notifications. Also, look at this freaking winter wonderland. Oh, we can't really see it. Beautiful. I saw it when I first joined. That's Oh, it's snowing? Danny... Sub in a, a just a picture of snow. Sub in a picture of like Iceland or something. Okay. Yeah, I guess it is February. It only snows once a year now in New York, and today is the snow. So wow. Sometimes I forget. Like I grew up in Manitoba, right? Like I twenty six years in the snow, minus forty. Like winter was my was like seven Whoa. months of my life. Like oh, cold. cold minus forty. Minus forty. The coldest I ever. Experience was minus Celsius? 50, minus 52. Yeah. Minus 52 Celsius? Yeah, that was the coldest minus I ever Minus 52 degrees Celsius. Colder than Mars, yeah. Are you I serious? Had I, I had a feeling also. minus 40 is the same, is the one number that's the same yeah. in Fahrenheit as it is in... in yeah, that's whoa. where we, like, overlap. Yeah, so I grew up in that, um, and then I got out. Praise be. Um, <laughs> Thank God. But now, in Vancouver... Where it's like, like, it's like sunny and 15 today. So like, I forget that winter is still happening in like most other places in this hemisphere. Well, not really. Okay, well, that's so cold though. Right. Yeah, it's very cold. In Manitoba, what the fuck do they do? What are they farming out there? Farming? Oh, um, like wheat. Wheat. Wheat, corn. I I mean, I'm not actually the the right person to ask. There's a lot of like dairy farms. Dairy. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm not the right person to ask. A lot in of dairy. The, farms. Is it like in the U.S. where like when when someone like me from New York goes to the Midwest, everyone's bigger someone there. Like and- me. <laughs> someone like me from New York. Someone like me. Like, goes is it the, the same Midwest? as like when a big time big city gal New Yorker comes so to the Midwest? Super hot old school lesbian goes to the Midwest. Yes, that's what this means. <laughs> Old school lesbian. I'm gonna kill you. That's what you <laughs> called yourself. Classic. Classic lesbian. Oh my B, my B. Classic. Oh, I was saying, like, are the people there huge? Because you we you go to the me- Midwest, the men are like seven feet tall. You're like, where did these guys come from? Yeah, well no. 
No, probably n- normal size. That's a lot of because of uh, American like immigration. And I just right. don't know if it's the same as like there's a lot of German and Nordic ancestry in the Midwest. Well, yeah, it's yeah, very German. On the Chosen Family <laughs> podcast. Hi, I'm Elena Joy. I'm your mom. <laughs> I'm Ashley Gavin. Don't wake daddy. <laughs> but I am awake now. And I'm, Dad didn't get brother. his full beauty sleep. Baby. baby. Mac is baby. And Don't every baby Wednesday, either. tell your fucking friends, rate and review. We do a podcast. But only the patrons get to mm-hmm. ask us the questions. Everything okay? Oh. What were you saying about Jen and tiny men? Jen likes tiny men. Jen, Uh-oh. would you like to tell the internet about your, your thing for tiny men? Oh. Do you think, is that a bi thing? Maybe, Elena. Hmm? Maybe. Hmm? I feel like, and this is, I am just, just heads up listener, talking out of my ass. I feel like bi women have a more open, are more open to various aesthetics and, and attractions within men. So like they're more open to femininity, more open to various heights, different levels of, of muscle, all these things that kind of... If I'm being honest, if I was going to date a dude, yeah, I yeah, would let's want do this. him. Yeah, let's, let's do this. For, let's go <laughs> this there. Is great. Let's go there. Let's this is this. a wonderful question. If I were to date a dude, okay. <laughs> if I were Mac? to date a dude, I would want him to be tall. Yeah. I would need him to be like, the very obvious masculine one. Like, right, I you're want thinking him to of be Tom, above me. Tom Holland or whatever. Tom Holland is? What's his name? Tom yeah, I might Hall- be referencing Tom, Tom Welling right now. Tom but Welling. Like, we don't have to go there. No. But anyway. Too pretty. Here's what I would want to do. Yeah. Okay? Too pretty? I, I don't know why, but I just know I would go for an absolute bear of a man. Just. A hundred percent you would. Whoa. Massive hairy guy. I can just see it. Almost disgusting, really. I can see it. <laughs> See, and I'm like, like oh, wow, he hasn't we're bathed in a while, different. lumberjack. That's what I want. My my man is like, he's the one who's like kind of got a bit of a mullet. His nails are painted like he's wearing. Oh, Elena, like, that's I know. disgusting. I know. I know. You're you're getting tricked by the Brooklyn hipster. <laughs> the Brooklyn hipster. <laughs> that would be. The Brooklyn hipster. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Fuck you. It's that true. Sounds like, like the baby. villain in the next Batman movie. Okay. I have a genuine <laughs> crush on this man from The Bachelor Australia. His name is Conrad, oh. I think. Um, oh, and- wait. Why do I know about him? He's done some other reality TV. Okay. Wait, I, maybe I you know about him, him really because quick. he messaged me on Instagram and I put it on my story. Oh, is this when you posted the picture looking yes. like a cat? Yes. Yes. The, absolutely Conrad. that. So his name's Conrad. I have a genuine crush on this man. It's like hilarious. I showed him to my girlfriend, right? And I was like, Ugh, Elena, I gross. <laughs> I was listen. Let's all be the judge listen. of that. I was like, I have a genuine crush on this man. And she goes, he dresses oh, like wow. a lesbian. And I was oh, like, wow. oh, he does. He does. All right, then, mate. I do, over on my YouTube channel, I do a whole series where I'm reacting to the entire season of the Bisexual Bachelorette Australia, and, like, the amount that I have talked about this man, and now I've talked about him on Instagram, now I'm talking about him here, I am slightly nervous he's going to be afraid of me. <sighs> okay, he's hold on. He's too blonde, personally. I love the blonde. That's preference. like, we bring in Conrad. Conrad, come in. Sorry, long <laughs> Conrad! Every. <laughs> no, sorry, I was doing a bit about a guy named Conrad. You would actually really like him. He wears a dangly earring. A dangly ear? That's when I said jewelry, I was picturing dangly earring. And he's like sweet and he seems in touch with his like gender identity. And I just. I don't believe it for a fucking second. Watch the bisexual Bachelorette Australia. I think he's Season just a seven. well-trained ally. Bachelor and Aus- I think on his mind is not rights, but pussy. And he's tricking you into thinking that he's he's okay, a rights but Ashley, hound, but he's a pussy hound. Are you any different? Whoa. That Whoa. is fair. Okay, so I, I was going to say we, and then I was like, I don't know that I want to. 
<laughs> she said, I don't want to be grouped in there. It's <laughs> like, I don't know that I want to self identify. I have a joke about this, about how men are incentivized to be feminists because of pussy. Oh, and then right. the, the lesbians get all upset. I've written more on this joke. I'm absolutely obsessed with this joke right now. Okay. And then I wrote more and I was like, why do you think so many lesbians are feminists? You think that's a fucking coincidence? <laughs> you think, why is it so, why are there so many straight women who aren't feminists that, and we're like, that's crazy. No, it's because they're not actively hunting oh pussy. My God. Dude, that's so good. Oh, no. Shit. Yeah. Anyway, how did we get derailed into combat? We're talking about our types in men. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We did it. Yeah, we did. We picture you with the big, burly bear man. I can see it. You would just, like, like you would get get all curled up. You could be baby. Also, no, but I feel like... No, I feel like I could be baby sometimes, but I also feel like those guys are actually, like... Sometimes really teddy bears, and I could I could be mean to them. Oh, mean! Oh, like in a fake they way. Could take it, sure, in a fake way. Okay, I don't. C- Mac, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was disgusting. What? I did not like the way you said that, and that's gonna get clipped up. Listener, if you heard Mac go and they can take it, please cut that out of context and make a weird sexual reel about Mac. That's what I want. <laughs> You did. It was a bit. You guys got to get your heads out of the gutter. We're just talking about I men. Cannot. There's nothing sexual about Never. it. My head lives in Never. the gutter. Never. My head is gutter. My head is I gutter. Thought, I thought that being in a relationship where like your needs are being met would like bring the mind out of the gutter. It makes it worse. It does make it, it worse. It makes it worse. Dude. It makes Dude. it worse. Yesterday, my girlfriend was wearing the <laughs> ugliest shirt. It was like this like weird like tie-dye pajama shirt. Okay. It was so ugly. I've never seen her wear it before. So first of all, I got super excited because I was like, I've never seen you wear that. It's so ugly. And she was like, I know. It's like a pajama shirt. Yeah. And then I got so turned on because I was like, this okay. is like the ugliest shirt ever. You would never wear this in public. I'm the only person that gets to see you in this ugly shirt. <laughs> and for some reason... That I did you. it for me. That did it that. for me. I, I need to send that. you guys a pic of this shirt. Do you ever do monogamy weird? Okay. turns you on? That's Wait. what you just told us. Wait, what is it? <laughs> monogamy turns you on is what you just told so us. So true. Secrets. <laughs> You're um, like, this is exclusive for me. Do you ever do weird kisses? Yes. Okay. Fuck yeah. So it's, yeah. Like for whatever reason. <laughs> like during pillow talk time, you'll just do the weirdest. <laughs> You'll do like the weirdest, <laughs> you know, you'll make yourself have no lips and you'll be like, let's kiss yeah. with no lips, yeah. like that yeah. kind of thing. And then other variations of that that are impossible to explain because yes. of what the fuck are you doing? And if yes. you would, it would like, be I'll so incredibly Jen's uncomfortable much, to like yeah, try make, and listen to. I'll take Jen's f- entire face as much as I can fit in my mouth. Yeah. So true. We all have our own variations. It's the urge to like be closer, like get under the skin <laughs> or like just yes. be I say all that all over the time. or like I want yeah. to be in her skin. So, I don't know what it is about that level of intimacy. Yeah. Oh no, Ashley. The weird kisses actually kind of get me going. Because it's right. so funny. Nobody can fucking make fun of me for my weird well, thing. I love when things are funny. I think when Jen's funny, it's really great. Oh. So, and the intimacy too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. So we'll just be like open-eyed, fish kissing <laughs> each other. And, like, and you're like, mm, wait a minute. Hold wait on a second. A minute. <laughs> That's not Ashley. That's a Discord Ashley. Wait a minute, dude. Hold on. <laughs> Do that again. Wait a minute. One more time. <laughs> this is even cuter hey. with your sleepy face. Yes, you're very cute today. You're very you're cute like, and sleepy. I like weird kisses. And now, like, picturing you weird kissing and then, like, getting into it, that's all. It's cute. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I met my girlfriend, my now fiance, on Hinge. No joke. <laughs> I met her on Hinge. And I can confirm I have now deleted the app. (laughs) 
Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on their similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with Glad, so they are by the people for the people. For example, some of Hinge's brand new prompts include the first time I knew I was gay was, or gender euphoria for me looks like, and of course, my chosen family is the best at. I don't know about you, but I would say that my chosen family <laughs> is best at supporting each other no matter what. We have supported each other through some ups and downs, let me tell you. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart and Protein Plus. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Staying healthy and taking care of myself always helps me to stay grounded when things get hectic. I'm really looking forward to getting my Factor meals so I can save time in the kitchen and focus more on other stuff, not having to worry about what I'm going to eat that evening. I can't imagine how much time I'm going to save with the meals being ready in two minutes. And I don't have to worry about shopping, prepping, cooking, or even cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com slash chosenfamily50 and use code chosenfamily50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code chosenfamily50 at factormeals.com slash chosenfamily50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. You know what's funny? Is I didn't used to look like this when I woke up, you know, because I'm aging. I'm like puffier in the morning now. Mm. Just putting that out there. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Kate, something that, that I've realized, not I'll say recently, like over the past, whatever, six months, let's say I've like noticed when I'm Is this watching just like a weird, weird confessions episode. Yes, I think okay. so. I think so. When when I'm like watching, let's say reality TV. Okay. And okay. there's um, a couple or like an interaction that's happening where people are fighting or like someone is treating somebody else poorly mm -hmm. cause everything that I watch on reality TV, I'm like comparing to my own life and relationship. Why that's would like, you do that? Elena? I don't know. I can't, I don't know. I can't reality help it. TV is not I wish real. I did. I'm currently talking about obsessive thoughts in therapy. It's a, it's probably a, an issue. Um, but this is what happens is I start comparing it. And so when I'm watching somebody like treat somebody else poorly, I start thinking about my own relationship and, and recognizing how that doesn't happen, like recognizing the health and like the, the Whoa, no way. No one, no one comes and interrupts your time with your loved one. That's so. No one comes no, over like, and is like, "Can you imagine I'm a stranger to steal her for a second? Yeah, I need to steal her for a minute in a Wait, gown what? with like hair extensions in your house." What are you? I don't understand the, the, the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. That's like what they do. Oh, when they're no, talking, I'm, ta <laughs> I'm talking about Elena. Like you are not a reality fan. That was really fucked up that you didn't get that reference. I can't reference. believe you didn't know that. Wow. I'm I'm in it right now trying to explain a weird turn on that I have, okay? Sorry. So like, oh, okay. She's my, she's in a journey. She's I'm in like, a journey. I'm on a journey. I'm like she's not journey. listening to anything she's two of you are saying. I'm in a journey. Um and that anyway, that gets me going is my point. And I'm like, what? what? Oh, the security of your relationship. You're like, no one tries to pull my girlfriend for a chat during our chat. So <laughs> no, see, that's I'm different. No, I'm that wouldn't on. work because then I start imagining what would actually happen in that situation. If we were in that situation, then I get upset. I like upset myself. I'm talking about when like a boyfriend or a girlfriend is like treating their partner poorly. And then you're like, my then, partner doesn't treat me poorly. You're and just grateful. Yes. And then suddenly a little grateful I'm like, horn. wow, we're so emotionally just, just close. A tiny grateful lady boner at that time. <laughs> droplets for, for gratitude. Yes. Appreciation droplets. No, truly. And then it's like, 
at first I thought maybe it was just like the conflict that something about that like did it for me. And then I realized, no, it's like, Bro, it's the lack of conflict. I used to have that big time when I was in bad right. relationships. Yeah. I knew the makeup sex was coming and like Pavlov's dog. Yeah. I mean, real. it was so bad. It was yeah. so bad. In one of my relationships, we had so much makeup sex because we were arguing about everything all the time. Yeah. And yeah. And then that, that like super turned me on. And I that's still, a good, sorry. No. How do, how do you break that? I feel like that's a listener oh, question. I got for into all, a healthy relationship. People. But how and, did you get out of the, like, how did you break the Pavlov's dog? cycle of like being like no this actually has to end and when i say end i don't mean end and then have makeup sex i mean end like oh end. how did i end the relationship my how relationship did you do like within yourself out. my relationship took an absolute nuclear blast <laughs> in order to break are you yeah. joking like every relationship <laughs> the two relationships <laughs> to call them a breakup is like so that we had stage four terminal breakup. Like right. it was so bad. It required surgery and like years of chemo in order to No, I mean, I just had no examples of a healthy relationship to be perfectly honest with you. And like, yeah, I just didn't understand until I started being a slut and having normal breakups with people. Like, right. it, mm-hmm. but I it, think, kind of, it had to hit rock bottom. Yeah, I think for me, it Initially. was just like, it was just like, I just knew in my gut it wasn't correct. Mm. And so rather than being like, I know what I need to look for, I was just like, I am doing everything wrong. And mm-hmm. so therefore, I'm not going to be in a relationship until I have a more yeah. solid idea of what right looks like. That's kind of how I pursued it. I think like probably talking about it in therapy and like, you know, maybe listening to some good like relationship podcasts where they talk about like what healthy stuff, like with with experts and not like us, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I do think that we've got some nice relationships here, but like, don't listen to us. We're doing fishy face kisses and getting turned on by that. We're sick fucks. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? Like definitely therapy, but Yeah, I mean, I just, after two absolutely massive 9-11 explosions, Tower 1 and Tower 2, as I call my breakups, Mm -hmm. I, I, that deserved more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. I'm distracted. Sorry. You're distracted by the. Elena's distracted by the therapy aspect of this. Yeah, I'm like, and I'm thinking about how um, people say, and I, I, I'm feeling like this is happening now maybe and mac i don't know about you but has happened to both me and you it sounds like ashley don't they say that it's like you have three kind of generally people have three major Mm -hmm. relationships or like three major i've heard of this but i hate it because i'm only on my second you're on two where it's like one is like your first love the second is the one that's like terrible treats you (laughs) bad just the just the shit toxic relationship and then the third is then you like find your person oh i had two of those shit toxic ones but the first love the first one could also be like formula doesn't work i had but it doesn't have to be a relationship like matt did you have somebody before your first that was like your first like the first love my first per whatever yeah for sure but she was straight (laughs) Okay, but there you go. You have your first love. Uh, you have the toxic okay? one, and then you have. I'm fine now. <laughs> Is she I'm still straight? Now. Dude, I don't know because like, like we did shit. So like, I don't know. Okay, but like she was Let's straight. Let's get her you know on the I mean? pod. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Absolutely not. So I don't know. I, I sent a voice memo to my first girlfriend. The other day. Oh, okay. (laughs) And I'm so pissed she didn't text me back, but she's not straight, right? What was the voice note for? She's straight. Of my five serious relationships, Mm -hmm. two (laughs) serious really, I don't think that's fair to say. Two are are by. And the other three? Straight, dude. Dude. Oh. I'm when a millennial. The, I'm 36 the, years old. What's going on here? Yeah. They, were, they were missed the that. pandemic win, window of, of yeah. coming out. Damn. They, they're, t- they're much older. It's different. It's different. Yes, if they were your age, I do think they'd be out as bi, probably. 
but they're Good not for them hypothetically they're fine they're fine okay they're fine why so but why the voice note oh because i was uptown by where um where she grew up like where her parents live and i was with it was christmas eve and i was with sam we just went to the saint john the divine and to listen to the kids choir and the you know the sermon and whatever it was so fun and uh i was just on her street so i was like oh my god i'm on your street and it's christmas are you like home (laughs) (laughs) she didn't reply i think that was really thoughtful and sweet tell me why when you said you sent a voice note to your first girlfriend like my immediate thought was that you had like some like you had a revelation in therapy and you wanted to share with her some kind of some kind of um, gratitude for the role she played in your life. Or Should I do that? I could do that no, now. Probably not. I mean, it wasn't like that though. Like I was so gay. Yeah. I was so, I knew that I was gay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was cool that she had sex with me. Mm-hmm. That was great. That's what I should send her the gratitude to <laughs> yes. note about. Thank you for having sex with me all those years ago. She was the first girl out of my league to have sex with me in a long series of women who were out of my league. Right. She set the precedent. (laughs) She let you know what was possible. She let me know that if you have a good sense of humor, anything is possible. I really believe that. We think you know, like, for it. the trope dude, of like the really true. gross dude and the really hot girl that is amplified by the kind of gross lesbian who's and like things are everything's in the closet and she's straight like that. You think the gross dude is defying the odds? <laughs> what about the the weird lesbian kid in yep. the early 2000s wow. defying so the odds? Stronger. So true. So much stronger. Wow. You've I overcome think- a lot, Ashley. I have. Yeah. Your journey is it's really inspiring. It's I'm in really it right inspiring. now. I'm in my journey. You're in your journey. <laughs> Guys, what? can I tell you what happened to me the other day? Yes. Fucking, I was in an earthquake. Oh, yeah, oh. the earthquake. Oh, my God. Yeah, that must have set you off. <laughs> How was, I was that? In the, dude, I was in the middle of an exam online that was, like, proctored. Yeah. Sitting there, and, like, sometimes when a car goes by, you get, like, a little, like, a little yeah. rattle. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was, like, a little rattle. Oh, my God. The whole, the whole apartment started shaking. Oh it was a decent-sized one. So oh it was God. in Malibu. So, like, yeah. 15, 15-ish miles from us, I guess. But it was a 4.6. Whoa. And the fact that we felt it here, and it shook everything in the apartment. It moved our fridge. <gasps> like, it was oh a, God. it was an earthquake. Oh my God. And my girlfriend was like, I haven't felt one like you that since You seem like happy day. about it, Mac. It does seem like it's touching on well, something that you're into. It was, well, I mean, it was. She's never, it's a new experience. It was crazy. Like yeah. it was new, but like I almost started bawling my eyes out. Well, yeah. I was so fucking scared. Cause it, so the earthquake starts happening. I'm in the middle of my exam. I'm like trying not to move because I don't want my professor to think I'm cheating. cheating. And I literally just stared like this. Uh-huh. Listener, I'm just staring like yeah. this. <laughs> why oh, man, it must be so easy to cheat on a Zoom exam. Why would I? Why would I? No. I'm just saying. <laughs> no. I've never cheated on an exam, but if That's I was going to do it, saying. it would be on Zoom. I, I think I'd be too scared to do it regardless. Yeah. Because I would feel bad. When I was in high school, John, John Mark called me and fishing for a test that I had taken the previous day. And he wanted to know the questions. And I mm-hmm. said, what no. What you do? You said no. Of course you did. Good for you. Of course you did. Why would you give your Why would you give advice to a guy? John Mark. What'd he do? What did John Mark do? That's like two books in the. You know what? I feel bad because he (laughs) came to a comedy show years later. Because he what? He came to a comedy show. He came to a comedy show of mine years later, or like messaged me positively about it. Well, yeah, but that's like you gave him a gift again. Yeah. John Mark, if you're listening right now, you were a kid. Everything's okay. We all You're just mistakes. doing your best. You're I didn't make any at that time. Of course not. But so we true. all made mistakes. You kept the answers to yourself. Earthquakes? Don't th- that just makes me feel like we're all so small. Like it was definitely definitely a we're so small moment. That's what I, that does for me. I've lived in a we're so for small. Like everything is, everything could end now? at any moment and we I've have never no control. F- experienced the apartment shaking yeah fucking terrifying yeah 
I, oh my God, you guys, I, the, the ick I get from thinking about <gasps> myself sitting there with like yeah. terrified eyes and then just start crying. Yeah. And I had to email my professor after and I was like, I am so sorry. I started crying during the exam. Like there was an earthquake. I wasn't I'm, cheating. I'm I promise. To California. It wasn't cheating. I'm so scared. And <laughs> she was like, it's okay. But thinking about myself there, like, oh my God, <laughs> no. like crying in the middle of it. Guys, the ick that I get from that. I'm sure you weren't the only one. That's the aftershock I won't recover. No, from. Mac was the only one. Pussy piece of shit. Listen, Dude, son. I was, I'm the only one in California. Everyone else is in Missouri. Yeah, people were probably stress crying, too. About the California earthquake. Oh, no, about the, you're, no, the exam. <laughs> Somebody's in wherever, another place they hear on the news. There was an exam, in, uh, like, oh an God. earthquake in California, and everyone's yeah. fine. They're like, oh, God. Uh, we're so small <laughs> we're so small yeah. <laughs> but anyway guys don't worry i'm okay kind of. you're okay yeah should we take one quick question yes we should the movies are back baby and if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of hollywood Check out Movies Baby with five Y's. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint, it's the name of two months and they ain't close together. Those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of Movies Baby. Every week on Movies Baby, Forever Dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics Brett and Joe break down the hottest movie news, review the latest releases, shout out forgotten classics, and prophesy the future of Hollywood. You can listen to Movies Baby wherever you get podcasts, and you can watch Movies Baby live every Thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Oh, Mac, did you see that people were very upset with the way that we treated you on the previous episode? <laughs> we talked about that briefly no, the, on the last episode when just Mac and I recorded. Oh, yeah. Wait, what happened? We, like, we, we flopped around we for a bit. I kind of had an anxiety attack for the entire episode, actually. <laughs> yeah. Daddy's here to take care of you. Like, no, oh, oh, my God, Ashley. Daddy's here. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh god. Daddy's here and daddy will hold you and kiss you in a weird way. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm turning red. Wait, Elena actually really liked it. I was pretending, no, that's but. That's disgusting. Look how red I just turned. That's disgusting, Dude. Elena. That's so gross. Elena, that's disgusting. Uh, don't worry. That's a hard line for me. Don't yuck the word someone's daddy, young, but hard also. Hard line for me. Why would you ever turn red for that? Fulton. You know Look, why. I can't control it. Fulton, he's like pretending to not be interested in my water right now. Someone asking for tips about flights. That's what I was. That's the one I was just going to read. I'm taking a flight alone Hello. for the first time in a few weeks, and I'm absolutely terrified. Like Mac, I'm a bit stressed by flights. A bit stressed. A bit. Like Mac. <laughs> a bit stressed. Just like Have Mac. you ever been on the plane and thought about <laughs> literally walking off before they shut the door? <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. Um, I'm a bit stressed by flights, and since this has been a topic in recent posts, some tips would be great. Listen, Elena says Elena says to get the pills. Yeah, pills are helpful. Also, this they is a helpful. classic, but like watch the flight attendants. Like if they're that, calm, that actually does that help helps me. me. I look at the flight attendants, they seem chill, so I'm like, okay, everything's chill. If you like like facts and data, it's good to write them down in your notes before you go up so you know all the statistics, blah blah blah. You're more likely to die in a car crash, blah blah blah. Right. All that stuff mm -hmm. is nice to think about. But if you're actually like having a panic attack, it doesn't really help, unfortunately. Um, um, noise canceling <laughs> headphones. So true. Like yes. put on some music, put on a podcast, put on anything where you can try and pretend you're not on a plane. You want to know something weird? Yeah. I what? like the turbulence now. You're that's okay. actually like the, actually. the turbulence is like it weirdly it relaxes me. It's probably because that's like your only peace and quiet. Yeah, your peace yeah, and quiet is based on rain that's like yeah, bumping up and it's down. It's truly the only time where I like zone out and do nothing. Yeah. Well, it's like <laughs> trains, cars, buses, anything that has that kind of bumping puts me to sleep. Like it's yeah, like I'm yeah. so relaxed. Yeah. I'm so that's chill. That's what it's like for me on the plane. But in the air, absolutely not. But I can see how if you were more comfortable, you'd feel different. The My turbulence like doesn't get me so much. It's just like the feeling of like, 
anything could go wrong at any yeah. minute and we go down because i also really like watching the videos about like plane crashes which is not helpful Mac, why would you hold on because it's interesting no it's not it is interesting i've done it yeah like you watch the videos about it's the plane helpful crashes. to know what actually causes a plane crash and yeah because it's usually something always crazy. it's user it's like something insane leading to user error yeah elena had to go to the bathroom mac yes father we'll get some adr of elena going i have to go to the bathroom and mac and i will continue so what happened on the last episode mac dude i literally the episode was like if jitters were manifested into a podcast episode did you guys answer a question yeah oh no you know what we did oh and we were pissed because you weren't there we talked about the the lesbian bar drama on tiktok what lesbian bar drama for real it's okay it was this giant thing this oh god how do i summarize this elena summarized it really well it was a straight woman with a queer friend and they went to a lesbian bar. It wasn't a gay bar. wasn't like a queer club. It was a lesbian bar, like one of the 23 left in the country. OG, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the straight girl invited one of her straight cis guy friends to meet them at the club. And he got into like a bit of an altercation with this lesbian. I see. I think I yeah. did actually hear about this. Yeah. I didn't. It's, what was the altercation? It was the straight girl posting the story and the story she told was very different than what actually happened because other people came out and, went and said what actually happened afterwards. Wait, what was the stories? I want to know. Damn it. Elena summarizes so well because I just do your best. Son. You're, you're great. So the straight girl on in her TikTok video was saying they invited the dude. The dude came to the club. Pause. And, time out right there. Do you have a problem with that? I don't have a problem with that. With a dude coming to a club? Um... In a lesbian bar, I don't love it. I'll be honest. Okay, here's why I don't mind. I think, yeah, if, if guys are just coming by themselves, no. But if a lesbian invites them into the space... But a straight it, woman invited them into the space. The lesbian didn't clear that? No. The, the lesbian doesn't know the straight guy. The straight girl has a queer friend, and so the straight girl was there with her queer friend, and then she invited her straight guy friend. Yeah, I think you got to clear it with a queer. And here's why I'm saying that. Welcome. Oh, Elena. Elena. <laughs> okay. We're okay. Sorry. Like we kept talking, but pretended you like went to the bathroom. Oh. Yeah. So no, as it's not okay. to waste anyone's time. Honestly, those are our tips. <laughs> those are our tips. And uh, I definitely, definitely did Elena, <laughs> Elena left for a second. Elena. <laughs> what happened, bud? Elena has a very real phobia of flying that just got, yeah. got a little triggered. Um, I started having an anxiety attack, had to go leave, just had to take a minute. Uh, so don't fucking ask us questions about planes. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. honestly, this is your fault. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. This is your no. fault, patron. Give us more money. No. You owe us damages now. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Chosen Family Podcast to pay for the damages that you did to Elena. No, listen. Here's the thing, though. Like, no, you can't we... let that stop you. You can't let that stop you from still... Where's the inspirational music? Really, like, living your life. Part of my panic just now is, like, in a couple weeks, I'm going back home to visit my family in Manitoba. I have to fly there. After the school semester's over, I'm going to, I'm going to Mexico, right? Like... I am still going to get on the planes. <laughs> I'm still... <laughs> am I going to cry when I get on them? Likely. Yes. Likely there will be tears. Am I still going to do it? Yes. And I'm going to put in my headphones. I'm going to listen to my calming music. I'm going to put my backpack on my lap and cuddle it like a big teddy bear. When I get nervous, I'm going to watch the flight attendants. Going to have good snacks. And I'm going to take my meds. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Okay, I actually have one more thing I forgot that I usually do before a flight that really, yeah. really helps, and yeah. it's so random. This episode is going to be so <laughs> On YouTube, if you go on YouTube, you can literally look up uh, flight attendant vlogs, 
And I would literally watch the vlogs of the flight oh, attendants doing helps. their job. Okay. Because yeah. it's really helpful to just know that like they literally do this every single day. They're on flights every single day. Yeah. And it's so casual and like yeah. it's so casual, they're just like vlogging it. Like yeah. they just show you where they started, where they end up, like how many flights they're doing that day. That's really helpful. And that also yeah. was really helpful before my first. And like, it like solo normalizes flight. the whole process, like kind of like exposure yeah. therapy a little bit. I yeah. like that. <laughs> we're anyway. sorry Elena. no you don't have to be it's okay i, sh- I could have said Elena, we hey love can you. we if stop we could pick you up and carry you everywhere you needed to go we would no, it's okay oh it's okay <gasps> bugs is stretching you can see her come on, bugs. Come on, bugs. how did you see her in their reflection she's in the sun she was like there's the sun we can do some bugs content. yes please god bring bugs in so elena what did you do when you got the anxiety to just now? help yourself yeah uh well i walked over there <laughs> and then um a big piece because the instinct right when you start to kind of have an anxiety attack is like first of all it's like oh my god this is embarrassing they're waiting for me i have to hurry up cut it out but the more that you try to kind of force it to stop the worse it gets yeah. So then if this is where like a mindfulness practice and, and in day-to-day life helps because it's easier to kind of remember those things mm-hmm. when you're in a moment of stress, if you practice them when you're not in moments of stress. So kind of then cluing into the like, okay, I just have to let this pass. So then you let it be, you kind of let the wave come. So that's, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm trying to breathe the whole time. Cause a big thing for me with anxiety attacks is I feel like I'm going to pass out I get dizzy and lightheaded. I feel like I can't breathe. So I sat down on the bathroom floor for a little bit and just like deep breathing to not pass out. Um, and yeah, and then you just let it be. You just got to let it. You got to ride it out. It's too late. It's happening. Just ride it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I love that. Because the more you try to force it to end or go away or be yeah. different, the, more, you know, the worse you're going to feel the longer yeah. it's actually going to take. So, Well, just so you guys know, at least when I'm on the pod, if you guys are having a panic attack or an anxiety attack, I just we just kept going. Yeah, what so, what did you talk about? Yeah, we need to finish that so we get... I asked for Ashley's opinion about the thing we talked about last week about the, the lesbian bar So I didn't bar know stuff. about the lesbian bar drama. Oh, but I will drama. say, oh. I think if a queer person invites a straight person into a queer space, I'm actually okay with that. I think that's good for society. Hmm. Yeah. Like, but but think, queer space. Like, I don't agree if it's a lesbian, lesbian space, space, honestly. Well, I, don't, I think lesbian spaces are sort of problematic. Like what? A bisexual can't walk into the lesbian space? Oh, well, yeah. Like, it's, it's oh, I think it's is about that a thing? women. There are people who are like that. Oh, there no, that's not like at that. all. Well, that's no, fucking that's weird. not at all what we're saying. No. It's more know, like straight cis men, I don't think, my belong buddy, in a lesbian space. If my buddy space. Lucas wants to come with me... To cubby hole. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't see the problem. Hmm. Because I think it's, it's a different story if a queer people person are, are invites. Are people going to get mad at me about this? I don't know. No, because I think there are people on either side. I'm just trying to think Here's if I, I agree. Can I advocate for it for a second? Yeah, sure. talk about it. First of all, there's not going to be an inundation of men, okay? Not all the lesbians because you guys are pissed about it. So you're not going to invite a man. So, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm responsible for this dude. If he hits on a girl, I'm kicking him out. That's I'm my fucking responsibility. Mm-hmm. If he does something fucked up, I do something fucked up. We are one. We are joined because I brought him into that space. He is my responsibility. And if he fucks up, I'm kicked out of the bar. That's the level of faith right, that I have but, to have in this ally. But I guess I it's think, like, oh, go ahead. You're, is the risk of that also, or then like bar, so I really everybody fuck about every this. other woman in the space doesn't necessarily know that though so it's kind of like is it worse yeah that was our point is last week worth, was that they didn't know like, i handcuff him to my body <laughs> yeah but it's like do we need him in the space so badly <laughs> that we're willing to put you know make other women potentially uncomfortable or like feel like they don't maybe they feel less safe or they feel less comfortable to make out with their girlfriend. They don't know he's your friend. How like do they, they don't know, know this he's guy. Not gay. Same exactly. They don't know. He's a man. 
It's still well, a break. So actually, this happened you. at Cubby Hole. Just, oh, it did? I forgot, yeah. Yeah, I forgot to mention that detail. My philosophy is like, you know, if an ally wants to experience it and see what it's like, I think that's good for society. That's just that's just my opinion on that. Yeah, I think I feel the same for queer spaces, but for specifically like lesbian queer women spaces, I think I feel differently because I, I I'm coming yeah. at it from the side of a person who's been at so many different bars back in the day and always ogled by men if I was ever with a woman. And so I speaking personally, I feel less comfortable being physically affectionate with my girlfriend if men are present. I'm team. So it's like I agree can I have with one like space? the lesbian space thing. Yeah. Like I'm with Elena on that, but I'm with Ashley IRL. <laughs> like in yeah. every other capacity in real life I'm like Yes, we all need to be mingling and like totally seeing the humanity in each other and yeah. being together and understanding. But I guess maybe I, I'm just too optimistic. I just like I'm I'm responsible for this guy, so like I'm gonna check the vibe. I'm gonna make you know what I mean. Like it's on me if he's making people uncomfortable. I hear what you're saying, Elena. I guess I just am not one of those people that the mere presence of a man, mm-hmm. like, fucks me up at all. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna like get canceled for saying this because, like, I know people feel this way. But I just think it's like, well, no, because you're speaking from your experience. You're not saying my experience is invalid or wrong or whatever. You're just saying in your, this is your experience. I just feel like it, it also like depends on where you are and your personal history. But like, mm-hmm. I do feel like there is a lo- there is a lot of demonizing people who are trying and like lumping people together and like guys are already afraid i know i'm like playing huge devil's advocate for the people in power i i know what i'm doing mm-hmm. but there are so many people who are just afraid to even talk to gay people or trans people about these things because they're so afraid of doing something wrong that we're actually like moving against progress and we're like making extreme bubbles and i just want to be i just would love to be in a place where the presence of a singular cuz let's face it practically speaking it's going to be one singular guy at cubbyhole is he actually making you uncomfortable or are you like projecting your own past experience onto this guy and like can we all like can we get along please that's how i feel about it and i want these places to exist obviously so maybe it's like a slippery slope mm-hmm. and maybe because it's a slippery slope you have to put that hard line on it like i understand mm-hmm. that argument but that's all i'm trying to say is like like, yes, the whole kind of projecting my own stuff onto a man in a lesbian space. Like, yeah, that's what's happening. But is it necessary? Like, is that necessary? Sure. Yes. Do I have to deal with that in a space that is specifically for queer women? I don't think that we have to be the ones that are like, we must be welcoming and we must put our own stuff aside so that the man will be welcome. I don't think but actually that's we kind our... of do have to do th- okay, in queer okay. spaces in broadly okay. queer spaces. Sure. Yeah. I think in a broader I don't think we have sense. to do it in our spaces. That's, that's my, I agree with you. And also I don't think we have to do it at cubbyhole. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Give me I understand. Thirty seconds that. of catch-up time. I I understand that that I understand that argument. Yeah, I do. It's something else that Mac and I talked about last time. Was like if we think about other exclusive spaces, like we were talking about, like a a trauma support group for men. Like I don't need to be welcome there as a woman. Like I don't yeah. need to, you know. Like there are yeah, there's a time. There's a place. There's a place in the world. There's a place for I think there is space to have okay, spaces. Okay, you convince me. You convince me. I stand by my. Oh my I stand by my, I stand by my point. I haven't really thought about it. No, I don't think you said. I don't think you said anything that's wrong. It's my only pushback is that is like this specific space. Yeah, I agree with everything else you said. Yeah. Yeah, because like we need to start talking to each other instead of just 
like it's assuming so, that people it's so wild it's yeah. so yeah. wild I think I you said earlier, it more actually. than other places because I'm in a place where I'm forcing people who came to think this was a gay experience with like random straight people who are just there for a comedy show so mm-hmm. I'm like this weird like mediator but I'm like mm-hmm. you guys have got to calm down like it's, yeah. it is a, you have got to calm down a little bit okay people are afraid of you yeah I was gonna say Ashley earlier when you said the thing about sometimes people are afraid to talk to gay people because they're scared they're gonna say something wrong yeah girl like that's also me like I am it I am a queer person yeah and I want to understand everything but there are some things that you just haven't learned yet you just don't understand fully yet and like I want to learn I want to like you're feeling that way Mac then it's out of then it is out of control and we need to celebrate trying we need to celebrate trying uh we need to be able to like talk to each other without uh like crucifying villainizing crucifying villainizing yeah 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 this is something that's become like for whatever reason so important to me I don't know. Oh, hmm. I that's just, so weird. Just like randomly? Or? I wonder why I would. <laughs> well, no, but even before. <laughs> no, no, even, I know. Even before, because like, I just feel like comedy is a place where you hear, no matter what, comedy, you have to hear something you disagree with. Something yeah. that makes you uncomfortable. Hmm. That is intrinsic to the comedic experience because mm-hmm. com- comedy is about building and relieving tension, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you're going to hear something. So if you cannot stomach something that you disagree with or makes you uncomfortable which is totally different than abuse totally mm-hmm. different than conflict totally different than like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yeah because we're so extreme we are now beginning to associate discomfort or disagreement with hate yes and that's mm-hmm. not yeah. the same thing yeah. it's just not or yeah. like even earlier like you needing to throw out the disclaimer of like i'm gonna get canceled for this just because we're having a discussion exactly yeah. like that's that's Where scary. I ended up changing my mind. Like, exactly. And that's, the, thing. that's the other thing. In real life, <laughs> right. a lot of the time, these are like conversations that people have. Online, it's like, yeah, it's you did this wrong and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. In real yeah. life, it's like, let's talk about it. And you just see eye to eye. People aren't so quick to. Yeah, I will say, guys, we need to talk I to am going to bring Lucas to Cubbyhole just as a weird social experiment. Oh, so God, thank you, Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> and I was and just I mean about that. to tell you that you still looked so cute and sleepy. And I mean that, and I'm going to do it. Yeah, this has felt like four hours, i got to yeah, be honest. Yeah, we've, we've covered a lot. This has been we've a good been episode. everywhere this morning. Should we okay. call it? Yeah, I'm stopping Patreon.com slash Chosen Family Podcast. Thank you for listening. Guys, <laughs> if you don't donate... Fuck you. Oh my god. <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> Cut it no, there. No, I mean that. This is that real life discourse fuck that we're talking you. about. Fuck you. I'm bringing Lucas to Cubbyhole. Fuck you. If you don't donate, I'm bringing Lucas to Cubbyhole. Fuck you. Fuck you. Okay. Okay, bye. Chosen Family is a Forever Dog production, hosted by Ashley Gavin, Elena Joy, and Mac Injamin. Edited by Danny Jewell, executive produced by Mariah Nicholas. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. Forever! Yeah!